Tonight we're going to talk about DNA, your DNA, God's DNA. She put me on assignment tonight. Hallelujah. Let's just go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you right now, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy, your loving kindness unto us. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for yet another opportunity you've allowed us to gather in this house, Lord. Hallelujah. I ask that you, Lord, you get the glory, you get the honor, you get the praise tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Allow things to be said tonight. Hallelujah. That will strengthen this use. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus and the rest of the saints of God, Lord. We trust you. We believe it. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your loving kindness unto us. We thank you for the victory tonight. Hallelujah. Have your way. And we'll be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're going to begin tonight. Galatians 3, 22. And then we're going to go to Romans, the 13th chapter. Those are going to be the key scriptures that we read. Hallelujah tonight. Galatians 3, 22 through 27. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Yes, yes, Lord. And um, I will read it in your hearing. But the scripture have concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. 27, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Hallelujah. And let's roll, go over to Romans, the 13th chapter. We're going to begin at verse 11. And that knowing, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Hallelujah. So my job tonight, hallelujah, is to talk about our spiritual DNA. Hallelujah. That's the way the Lord gave it to me. She told me you guys have been teaching on DNA. You may be seated, saints. You may be seated. He's been teaching on DNA, and as I began to look through, um, and just quickly the definition, when you want to look at DNA, um, when I looked at um, a couple of definitions, it said, a self-replicating material that is present in nearly all living organisms as the main constituent of chromosomes. It is the 
carrier, the carrier of genetic information. Okay? The carrier of genetic information, DNA. Um, another definition said, in short, DNA is a long molecule that contains each person's unique genetic code. It holds the instructions for building the proteins essential for the body's function. Why is DNA so important? Put simply, DNA contains the instructions necessary for life. Think about that. It contains the instructions necessary for life, DNA. The code within our DNA provides directions on how to make proteins that are vital for our growth, development, and overall health. Hallelujah. So that's talking about natural DNA. Tonight we're going to talk about spiritual DNA. Hallelujah. Spiritual DNA. Hallelujah. So when we go all the way back quickly to the beginning, Genesis 1.25, just lay a little foundation. And God said, let us make man in our, our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Now I want to read it in amplified version. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. It had in brackets, not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, and over the entire earth and over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth. So when he said in our likeness, he's not talking about a natural thing. He's not talking about this. He's talking about a spiritual thing in his likeness. And one thing that God had was dominion. So when you look at that, he made us in his image and in his likeness. And he gave man dominion. Why? Because we are in his image and in his likeness. Dominion gives you authority to rule. Okay? Dominion. So he created us in his image and in his likeness. Image and likeness, you can look it up. They even use likeness as a synonym uh, for image. It's a, um, so it's saying exact likeness or a semblance. Adam was created and only had communion with God. Before the serpent entered the scene, it was just Adam and God. He created Adam in his image and in his likeness. He communed with Adam daily. There was no interference. It was just Adam and God. So when you look at God, what does God represent? Only goodness, holiness, righteousness. 
So if Adam was created in his image and in his likeness, that's what was residing in him. Only goodness. Only goodness. Then we have the situation that arises. He creates Eve. He gives Adam instructions. And I want to use a word stronger than instruction. He gives Adam some commandments. Okay? He gives Adam some commandments. He tells him what he can and cannot do. No different than today. We have instructions from God on knowing, learning, or walking with him and what is proper, what is expected of us as believers. Hallelujah. It was not until, says Adam was created and only had communion with God. He only knew and did those things that were righteous and just because that's all he knew to do. He had dominion over everything on the earth and ruled it according to God's standards. For God's standards were all he knew. There was no other options. Hallelujah. But enters in the serpent. So we just quickly, we know what happens. He gets Eve, deceives her. And... Sin enters into the picture. And now the image that was once there is marred. Because sin, it corrupts. It tarnishes. It stains. It pollutes. It even disfigures. You can't make it out anymore. That image was, that was clearly there before Sin came in and corrupted it. So, man no longer resembled God and he lost the dominion. That was included with his godly and holy image. That's what happened when sin entered in. I'm trying to lay a foundation here. All right? So, what we need to understand is Satan has always wanted to be God. That's how he got kicked out. He wanted to be God, so he conjured up a plot through deception to deceive God's unique creation so that they could obey and worship him instead of God. He had a goal in mind, and just the way he demonstrated all that, baited mankind in. And we didn't know because that's all they knew was goodness. That's all they knew. You think about a newborn child. They don't know, I mean, of their nature. Of course, it's a sinful nature that's there. But what I'm speaking of is like a child has to be taught to hate someone of a different color of them. If you let children just go and play, you know, you just release them and they don't, don't teach them certain things. They're going to come together. They might notice there's a difference between, but never to the point where they'll create any prejudicenesses and stuff. It's only when that's taught to them because they're in the state of innocency. So what, does, what happens? So we're in sin now, but God had a plan. Thank God for the plan of salvation. Hallelujah. 
He did not leave mankind in that state. Hallelujah. So what did he say? What had to be done? He tells us in John 3, 3 through 7. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Okay, I'm going to read it in Amplified Version. Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is, unless a person is, or uh, again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? He cannot enter his mother's womb a second time and be born, can he? Jesus answered, I, answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, flesh. And it's in um, parentheses, the physical is merely physical. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't be surprised that I've told you, you must be born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified. So what I'm trying to bring out is every one of you that has been filled with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, was born again. God has given you spiritual DNA to direct you in the life that he has purposed for you that he intended from the beginning he intended mankind to only know good he didn't want mankind to know good and evil he created mankind for himself but he already knew what was going to happen so he made provision for that Hallelujah. So, being born again, but as a baby. Think about a baby. When a baby's born into this world, how much does it know? It has to be taught. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to see. Being born again in the spirit realm, you have to be taught. Because we don't know this way. Hallelujah. We know the way after our flesh. We know the, the natural things. We don't know the spiritual things until God begins to reveal things to us. Hallelujah. And a lot of the stuff is going to come through obedience. When you're obedient and you do what God say, a lot of times you can look back and say, oh, Lord, that's why you told me not to do that. Okay, Lord, I see now why you didn't allow me to go with that person. I see now why you told me to go that direction. Because that spirit that's inside, that Holy Ghost, he's coming to lead and guide you into all truth. Hallelujah. He's been, it's been, it's all in the Bible. Well, let's go to Ezekiel 36 real quick. 
Ezekiel 36, verse 24. His desire has always been communion with mankind. Hallelujah. The purpose of your birth in Christ, being born again. Hallelujah. He just didn't allow you to be born again. When you were born, he says that ye shall receive what? Power. After that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Hallelujah. Power to keep yourself in line. First. Power to resist the enemy. You have to submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee. A lot of times we say, we'll quote that scripture in James saying, got to resist the devil and he will flee. But we missed that first part. You got to submit to God because God is the only power that can keep you from the enemy. Hallelujah. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And then he will flee. Hallelujah. But in Ezekiel, when you look at verse, let's start at 24. For I will take you from among the heathen. This is what the Lord is saying. And gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your, bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. This is in the Old Testament. And ye shall be clean from all your filthiness. And from all your idols will I cleanse you. 26, a new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. We talking about spiritual DNA. Hallelujah. There is power within every last one of you that have received the Holy Ghost. Sometimes we don't realize how much power that we have. Hallelujah, because we believe the lies of the enemy who tells us we can, well, I'll never overcome that. He's a liar. He's a liar. And even if it's a situation you struggle in, don't give up. Hallelujah. You got to be persistent. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you got it within you. The Lord has given you everything you need to be successful for living for the Lord. Hallelujah. You young people, you're special. You're a special breed. The Lord said, you were created for such a time as this. You know, a lot of times we look and say, oh, this world is just so horrible. I feel so sorry for the young people. But guess what? God knew when to allow you to be born. Hallelujah. And he's put some things down in the youth. I believe it. He didn't make a mistake for you to be born in this day. Hallelujah. All you he needs from you is a made up mind. You make your mind up for God I live and for God I'll die. That's a strong statement. But guess what? We got to get there. Hallelujah. For God I'll live. And for God, I'll die. First Corinthians 5.17. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 5 and 17. 
I didn't write this. I didn't type this one out. But I know what it is. I just don't want to misquote it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You're new. So when the enemy tries to bring up that old stuff, I'm talking about after Christ. I'm talking about after receiving the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about failures you may have had even yesterday, but you repent it. Hallelujah. You want to serve the Lord and you want to be used by him. You want to see his face in peace. You want to live a life of holiness. Don't let the enemy rub your face in your failures. Hallelujah. When you repent, the slate has been wiped clean. Hallelujah. Get yourself up and keep on marching. Hallelujah. Keep on marching. Hallelujah. Because many of us have been tripped up. If we get somebody, I mean, it's not about us to get up here and talk about our failures. But I'm telling you, if the saints be honest, the adults be honest, they'll tell you there's a many a trip ups that we've had. Hallelujah. But you have to make your mind up. I'm going to get up. Hallelujah. I don't care how many times I fall. It says a righteous man follows seven times. That's in the Bible. But you can't be successful without getting up. You, if you stay down there, then you end that failure. Get up. Hallelujah. And keep marching on. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 2 Peter 1, 3 through 4. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. I'm going to read it in a translation. This is the NLT, a New Living Translation. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him. The one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature. And escape the world's corruption by human desires. His desire is, as being a new creature, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And because of that, and his divine power that he has placed in us through the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and the promises that he gives us. When you get in your word, that's why it's good to get in the word, because sometimes when we don't know the promises that God has for us, we can be discouraged because it seems like I'm just keep going through and going through. Lord, where's my blessing at? And, you know, and if we don't know everything that God is promising us being victorious, then we'll start looking across the fence sometimes. It looks a little more fun on that side, especially with the young people. It looks a little better over there. But when you start digging into that word and the Lord starts allowing you to see as young people the promises that he has laid up for you, 
hallelujah, the victories that he has, the blessings that he has, hallelujah, and how you can be a warrior in, in, in his army. I say it like that. There are a lot of young people that are confused today because of the, the enemy. He has deceived them in thinking they can choose what gender they are now. Not only the young people confused, we got adults that are confused. They think they can pick what gender they want to be. Not so. And you were born for such as time as this. Don't be in intimidated. God knew exactly what he was doing when he allowed you to be born in this time. Hallelujah. That Holy Ghost is some power involved in that Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. All right, let's go to, and I see my time. Let's go to, I'm going to skip over a couple of things. Hallelujah. Psalms 37.3. Some instructions that are there. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily shalt thou be fed. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest. In the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret, fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For e do evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the hurt. So like inherit the hearth. So as um, Deacon Brian starts with saying, there are going to be times when the enemy is going to set forth temptations before you to do the wrong thing. But make up in your mind, with all that's in me, Lord, help me to do the right thing. Help me to make the right decisions. Hallelujah. Lord, I don't want to be entangled in bondage no more. Hallelujah. He brought me out from that, and I don't want to go back. Hallelujah. And then the last scripture I'm going to bring up. We're putting on the Lord Christ. And so what are the, some of the things um, that would help us in our walk? Helping us put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Reading our word. Praise and worship. Fasting, I know that's a hard word for a lot of us. But fasting is necessary. Fasting kills this. Right here. When you do it the right way. When you are fasting, I don't care if it's just for a few hours a day. Because the Lord knows. Just make sure that few hours is dedicated to God. You see what I'm saying? When you're fasting, you ain't supposed to be watching TV. Your mind needs to be, you, this is time for you, your spirit, to connect with your Savior. It's time for him to download himself in you so that he can give you the direction you need. So I don't care if it's but 
five hours, six hours, whatever the Lord, because of the young people, I'm telling you, going to school and stuff, I know it can be, it can be challenging. But if you make up in your mind for this six hours, I'm going to dedicate it to reading the word, listening to some gospel. You know, your main thing is you're connecting with God. And you're silencing this. You're denying this. You're denying it. And you can't continue to do that and not grow in the Lord. Hallelujah. Being obedient to his word because it gives you a more sensitivity to when he speaks. A lot of times we got so much going on in this world. It's so many distractions. There's so many things, voices that are speaking. And if you can't teach your ear to tune in to the voice of God, you may be listening to someone else. But that spiritual DNA that's on the inside, hallelujah, he will teach you how to hear him when he speaks. Another way you know when he's speaking, he lines up with his word. So if you don't know his word, you may not know it's him. You might listen to somebody else who's telling you something to go against the word. If anything is ever telling you to go against the word, it ain't God. It's not God. I don't care how they dress it up. It's not God. It's not God. So our last scripture, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. And the other thing I'm thinking about, you know, strengthening yourselves. Just like he says, keep yourselves together. Hold each other accountable. And what I mean by that is, you know, you see someone in your buddies kind of slipping up and giving in to doing some things that shouldn't be done. Don't put them down. Try to, you know, encourage them. Look, look, bro, you know, look, sis, you know, that ain't the right thing to do. Come on, you know, let's, let's not do that. Try to encourage them. Because so many times I know growing up in the church, we can be so judgmental. Hallelujah. We can put people in hell, and it's not even our place to do that. Hallelujah. It may be an area that they're overcoming. Hallelujah. It might be the second, third time they don't fail, but God already sees in the end they're getting the victory. Hallelujah. They don't need you coming discouraging them. Hallelujah. You need to be encouraging them to get back up. Hallelujah. Get back up. Get back up. You don't have to stay in a place of defeat. You know why? Because sin no longer has dominion over you. You know why? Because the work the cross, that Christ did on the cross destroyed it. Before Christ, sin had dominion over every one of us. After Christ, sin should not have dominion over us anymore. Because the power of God comes to deliver you from the dominion of sin. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. We're going to end with that. And I pray there's something here that's helping you guys tonight. Hallelujah. God intends. If you allow that spiritual DNA, is his, it's what, what when, when I looked at um, the DNA, it's like when you think about, when you take a, it's God's nature. What I'm trying to talk about. God's nature in us. His divine nature. We have, the na- we have the natural side. But when you were born again, it wasn't this that got born again. It was your spirit. And he's looking for his nature. He's looking for his nature. And then when you're obedient, your nature, his nature is being developed in you. Second Corinthians 6, 14. 
Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? And what concord have Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. He said it back in Ezekiel what his desire was. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, said the Lord. That's what God said. The Lord said that. Hallelujah. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. So when you think about your parents, there's certain DNA that you receive from them. Hallelujah. A lot of times we'll, we can look like our parents or look like that, that line. You might, you might reach back and grab somebody else, but it's in that lineage because of that DNA that's there. And what God wants is looking for when the, when the process is over. He's looking for some people to look like him. He's looking for some people that's got his nature. Hallelujah. He paid a high cost to get it. Hallelujah. So that spiritual DNA, is, it, is, it is important. I want to read the NLT version. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Think about it. Team up. Not saying you don't be cordial to them that you don't witness to them, but teaming up is different. What, what do you have in common with somebody who's an unbeliever? How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? Life and darkness can't live because as soon as light comes in, darkness flees. Light and darkness can't live together. What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? There is no harmony. How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever. And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them. Says the Lord, and I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. So I'm just going to end it with this. Jesus, his death, his burial and his resurrection. He reclaimed us back to him. Reclaimed us. Sin no longer has dominion over us. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And even after that, if we find ourselves in failure, if we repent of our sin and failures and love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and might, we will be able to keep his commandments and we will grow up and mature in Christ Jesus. If we put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh, flesh to fulfill the lust thereof, God will enable us to walk and live in the image and likeness of God. I pray there was something that was said tonight to help you. Hallelujah. Check your spiritual DNA. Hallelujah. God is looking for sons and daughters.
hallelujah, that are uh, offspring of him and what he, Lord God, hallelujah, has purchased for us. I thank God tonight. It helped me studying this because when she told me what needed to be done, that's a good thing um, for you guys to be studying. It's time for us to be equipped so that we can effectively win souls for the Lord. But more than that, that we can walk a victorious life in Christ. Hallelujah. There's anybody here tonight that needs salvation. Hallelujah. Anybody that needs salvation and you have not repented of your sins, you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, the altar is now open for you. Hallelujah. Anybody? I believe we okay tonight. I see the altar workers making their way. Anybody? Hallelujah. Nobody's too young. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord tonight. And if there's anybody who just wants prayer, hallelujah. We thank the Lord for what he is doing in this place. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for our pastor and the word the Lord continues to give him. Hallelujah for us. Hallelujah. I was blessed by that service this morning. Lord God, hallelujah. I'm determined. I'm changing. Hallelujah for the better. In the name of Jesus. Anybody. The altar is open for those who are requesting prayer. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. We glorify you, Jesus. And we thank you for your victory, Lord, that you've already. Hallelujah. How already? You've already walked the walk. You've already made the way for us, God. Hallelujah. We bless you for the souls that are coming, have come to this altar, Lord. You know the circumstances and the situations that are before you, Lord God. And we're asking you, Lord, to move in the midst, oh God, where salvation is needed, Lord, that you continue to tug with the heart. For you said it's your goodness, Lord, that leadeth to repentance, Father. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Where healing is needed, Lord God, we're asking you to heal. That you touch, you deliver, Lord God. That you destroy, hallelujah, yokes of bondages, oh God, of sickness and infirmity. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak healing in this place, God. Hallelujah. Even maybe for a soul that did not come forth, Lord, that's under the sound of my voice, oh God. Lord, we look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah, Lord. And we say, God, hallelujah, that we want to live for you, Lord. Hallelujah. We're asking you, Lord, help us, Lord, as we move forward in you this year. Hallelujah, that we will change for the better, Lord God. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord God. Hallelujah. To live a life that's pleasing to you. Help us to have clean hands and a pure heart before you, Lord. Strengthen the young people. Hallelujah, Lord. Give them a burning desire in their hearts, Lord God. Hallelujah. A hunger and a thirst that cannot be quenched by anything but you, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. These things we ask in your blessed name. And as we leave this place, Lord, we ask that you go before us. Keep us under your blood, Father. Protect us from all seen and unseen danger, Lord. Hallelujah. And remember us upon our appointing time to come back in this place, Lord. We love you. We thank you. And we count it done by faith. These things we ask in your blessed name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen and amen.